0: You are listening to the Bible 126 Podcast. And so it is possible to be surrounded by a whole lot of people and still feel very, very lonely. Teddy Roosevelt once said of the presidency, he said, it is the loneliest place in the world. And I'm sure he's absolutely right. And thought about David, probably in a cave somewhere, trying to to do all that he could to to hide and keep himself safe and alive from a king who's gone mad, who's obsessed with one thing, and that's killing David. And David says, I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. There There was no man who would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. This is a man who is uh, to be king one day. he's a man who is who is um, so very closely uh, so very closely held in the palm of God's hand. He has a wonderful relationship with God. He is one who has shown tremendous courage in the past even as a youth standing before the giant Goliath and yet he feels so very lonely that no one's there to help him as he seeks, to find a place of of refuge and so some of those that we think probably would never suffer from loneliness oftentimes are suffering with strong feelings of loneliness I've told you the story about a man who who went to the doctor because he was suffering from depression and he said to his doctor he said can you give me some medication that will help me and the doctor said I could do that but I want to try something else let's let's see if something else will work and he said "Uh, there is a circus that's going on in the city and he said "I, I want you to go to that circus and he says there's all kinds of entertainment there's one particular clown he said I saw him this week that clown will cause you to laugh till your stomach hurts He said, I want you to go to the circus. I want you to be entertained by the circus. And I particularly want you to see that clown and see if that will not help you feel better. And that man looked at his doctor and he said, no, that won't work. Because you see, Doc, I am that clown. I'm the one who needs help. Nobody would thought that clown needed help, but he did. So many who are smiling on the outside may be suffering from loneliness on the inside and so this is a problem that the bible addresses and it's a problem that affects all of us from time to time and i want us to consider it this morning is there some help for loneliness i believe there is genesis 127 makes it clear that we're made in the image of god in fact, according to Genesis 2-7, God breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And therefore, God is very much interested in you and me. In fact, we realize as we study the Bible that, that the man and the woman, uh, that was the crowning achievement of God's creation. There's a very special relationship that God has with, with people Uh, Humanity is loved by God. Jesus died for the entire world, John 3.16. And so God indeed shows himself to be a social being by creating us in his image. And therefore, since we're created in his image, we too have the desire for others. Uh, God said... uh, it's not good for man to be alone. That's the reason he created the woman to be a helpmeet for man, someone that was perfectly suitable for for him. And when we when we lose companionship and when we lose friendships and we don't feel loved and we become we become lonely, then uh, that can also oftentimes lead to to severe uh, depression and sometimes early death in people. It can be that. Severe. Most of the people who suffer from loneliness do so because they no longer feel loved. They no longer feel accepted. They do not believe anyone wants them anymore. If you are suffering from loneliness, you feel as if others have rejected you. And that causes one to feel very insecure about himself. If one is lonely, he most likely has either temporarily or for an extended period of time Forgotten his reason for being. And so God reminds us that we were made in his image, that we were made to have a relationship with him. Man possessed a consciousness, awareness of God having been created in his image. And according to the second chapter of Genesis, there was not only this beautiful relationship that existed between Adam and Eve, but the two of them had a beautiful relationship with God. Now, what happened? When Satan arrived on the scene, tempting the woman, and when she and her husband gave in to the temptation and sinned against God, the Bible says that they hid themselves from God. You see, the relationship was hindered, wasn't it, when man sinned in the garden? And and therefore, uh, uh, fear overcame Adam and Eve, a sense of, of loneliness We are no longer in a right relationship with God. Now I want to tell you, we need Him. And we were made to have a relationship with Him. And so Adam and Eve were fearful and likewise lonely because sin had hindered their relationship with their Creator. And so if you trace loneliness back to its roots, you will find that it comes from estrangement from God. You see, sin can do this to you and me. It can take our focus off of the greatest friend we have, that being Jesus himself. Jesus is all the world to me. He is my friend, the song suggests. But when our focus is taken off of him, then we become lonely. When our focus is taken off of serving other people, we likewise become lonely now jesus himself could be tempted in all ways like as we are tempted there were even moments when jesus was tempted with with feelings of loneliness there were times when when jesus wondered whether or not his father was still interested in him My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And so if this could happen to Jesus, it can happen to us. It's a universal problem. And how can it be cured? I like this passage. I'm sure you do as well. 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. When one enters the closet of prayer, isn't it good to know that the problems we have can be cast upon our Lord and we can leave them there? And what does that allow us to do? That allows us to look outward to help those who don't know about casting their cares upon the Lord. It allows us then to help those who are suffering from loneliness because they do not know the God of heaven. And so this God who has such interest in us assures us that he knows what we have to endure. He knows what we have to go through. He says, cast it all on me. What may be too big for you, he says, is not too big for me. And then you, in turn, go out and you help somebody else. Know this, that God is faithful. He has not forgotten us. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. God is faithful, and he has not left us feel as if we are alone, to suffer the pangs of loneliness. Did you know where your greatest ministry might possibly be? In helping somebody else. I mean just encouraging somebody else who's in need of encouragement. Maybe it's helping somebody deal with this problem of loneliness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, listen to verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Now, one of the greatest characteristics of God is that He is a God of compassion, isn't it? He is a God of comfort. And so here pictured is someone who is in distress, but remember, God is the God of all comfort. Now listen to verse 4. Who comforteth us, those of us who are Christians, those of us who are found in Christ, who comforteth us in all our tribulation. For what reason? That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Paul is saying there's some people out here who do not know consolation or comfort because they don't know God. He says, you know it. So when you suffer, you seek God. God. And then you go out and help those who don't know anything about the comfort of God. There have been moments when I received that, that call of tragedy. Someone has lost a loved one and it's happened in an accident and the family is, is grieving, torn to pieces. I'll do whatever I can to help in that situation and and minister as best I know how. But so oftentimes I think about somebody else who's gone through that similar situation. And I'll call that Christian brother or sister and I'll say, Here is something that has just happened. Can you be of assistance? I know that person to whom I'm speaking is also one who's experienced a similar loss. But has endured, has learned how to triumph in Christ, and no one I've ever asked has ever let me down. Each one has always said, I'm on my way to help that person who's suffering. That's a fulfillment, isn't it? Of 2 Corinthians 1:4. You go having learned how to endure through your own pain, and by depending on God, you go and comfort the one who needs the comfort. And that must bring a lot of relief to somebody to know that somebody who has faced a similar a similar kind of tragedy can share in my pain and have some idea of what I'm having to endure. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.